Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello and welcome to episode 50. We are so excited that you are a part of, for us, a milestone. Um, And for this particular episode, I've taken a risk. Those of you who know him know that he is a trickster. So I've taken a risk (laughs) to have the behind the scenes engineer of the convos who has supported me from day one in this adventure of going into media, into digital platforming. And so he is co-hosting with me, but let me tell you a little bit about him because there are things that I did not even realize. And I want to make sure you know the full circle of why he is so valuable, such a key part and has been Um, a cheerleader in the background and sometimes in the foreground as we have tried to move forward, um, taking a risk, taking on adventure, and yes, moving through adversity to get to the flip side. So I am welcoming Keith Pelzer. He is a Grammy award-winning producer, multi-nominated, multi-platinum selling songwriter, who has worked with some of the biggest names in the industry. He has produced hits such as Jill Scott's, He Loves Me, It's Love and Cross My Mind, Will Smith's La Fiesta, Floetry's first single, Floetic, Music, Soul Child's 143, and Darius Rucker's My World, just to name a few. He is one of six producers that got their professional start at A Touch of Jazz with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Keith started his music, songwriting, and producing career in the basement of his childhood home right here in Philadelphia. He chose to work and save money to build a small studio. And being a church musician and preacher's kid, perfectly prepared him for studio work. The long hours in church on Sunday, playing for multiple choirs and singers allowed him to understand vocals and instrumental instrumentals along with how it actually affected people. With this pandemic, Keith started a Facebook Live and a YouTube channel called The Combos, which started with him demonstrating You know him. He loves coffee. So he started where his heart was by teaching people how to make siphoned coffee. And it has just grown from there. Keith is considered a content creator. He creates entertaining and educational material from technology to testimony. Keith is a part of the eCam community. Ecamm is an all-in-one live streaming and video production studio for Mac, which he discovered during the pandemic. In this community, as a content creator, he has gained the reputation as the sneaker preach guy 
And why would that be so? Well, Keith is also a pastor of the Southern Baptist Church of Philadelphia. He is a third generation pastor, husband of Bertina Pelzer and father of two sons, Isaiah and my good buddy, Caleb. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, he is also an avid bowler and cyclist. Well, for me personally, he has been uh, my cheerleader. He has been my friend. He has been my pastor. And in moments of questioning confidence, he has helped me continue to press through even when I wasn't sure about decisions. He said, go for it. And so my partner in crime behind the scenes, we welcome to the forefront for this particular episode, Keith Pelzer. Welcome to the show. Mm. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And the clapping in the background, yes. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Keith. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yes. <laughs> Yes. In the studio with you. Yes. You know, he, he cuts up. Most of the time, he is right over to my left, your right. I'm um, hiding in the corner. Pushing buttons and making sure um, that my, my feeling of support and the sound for Voice America is clear. But for this particular episode, I actually brought him up to the mic and into the conversation because I really feel like we have a story to share. Um, the experience of moving through a pandemic and launching multiple digital media platforms. Um, and if you saw my Facebook post yesterday, uh, the title and opening of the post said, when the rest of the world was screaming cancel, our opportunity became to be called. And right beside me, that entire journey has been Keith. And so I really kind of want to start there. We entered into this journey together out of actually urgency. Mm -hmm. Churches around the globe were closing and I was a, a speaker, a trainer, a teacher, for in-person platforms and suddenly everything that I had on my books mm -hmm. were canceled. And so when we came into this with urgency, even though it started in a place of urgency, what would you say has been the greatest lessons mm -hmm. from this experience for you? Um, one of the things I, I believe is great experience or lessons is what I'm wearing on my shirt. Mm. And that is learn and do. Yeah. Um, when something hits you from left and you don't know what to do, you have to learn mm -hmm. <laughs> what do I need to do. Yeah. There's a learning process in doing. And so you can just do something, but then if you have to do it first, then you got to go back and learn mm -hmm. what did I just do so that I know what I need to do going forward. Mm -hmm. And when you anticipate forward based off of what, just took you off guard. You have to learn what just happened. <laughs> and then you still have to do because life keeps moving forward. Yeah. And so as you move forward, the, and Diana Gladney wrote this, this mm -hmm. up and I want to do another shirt where it has do and learn mm -hmm. on the backside. Mm -hmm. So like your idea with your shirts, yeah. the backside of something to say do and learn because you have to keep. 
it's going a cycle. In a cycle of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That actually, you know what I'm getting ready to say. That reminds me of the steps of growth, mm-hmm. which Living Strong absolutely follows um, from Lakeside Global Institute and Diane Whitehouse, which was, she was one of our very first uh, guest co-hosts on mm-hmm. the show. And understanding that as human beings, sometimes we're so focused on doing mm-hmm. We miss the step yes. of seeking understanding and actually learning mm-hmm. in order to then reflect. And guess what? Because this is life, do again. But we oftentimes, so for those of you who don't know, the steps of growth go from the basement. So there are things that we don't know that we don't know. And once we learn something we or become more aware of something, we step out of the basement onto the step of awareness. But oftentimes people make the mistake of jumping right to action and they're skipping that step of learning, of unpacking, understanding. And then they've tripped and wonder why, why isn't this sustainable? Well, you need to pause and invest in what are you learning even when something catches you off guard? Mm -hmm. There's an opportunity to invest in yourself to figure out, okay, how can I continue to learn from this mm-hmm. in order to sustain doing, then reflect right, and learn and do some more? Yes. yes. Absolutely. So would you say that that process, I think it has been a learning for you, but what would you say people are actually still getting sabotaged by even now in their process of growth? What's sabotaging people? Um, I would say with sabotaging people is ignorance Mm is the biggest word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The second word I would have is lack of preparation. Ignorance is going to lead. It's obvious that there's a lack of preparation when there's ignorance or it's preparation in vain. Mm -hmm. Because if there's go back to your first thing, if there's no learning Mm -hmm. and you're just doing, there's a time when you're doing wrong. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. and it's something you told on when we were uh, recording one one of your other projects about um, when you said something about if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like we know why that was good when mm-hmm. it was good, but we done progressed mm-hmm. and we can't just sit on that phrase and yeah. say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I yeah. mean, I've got things around here that ain't broke, but fixing the room mm-hmm. up different made the room better. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that what I moved out was broke. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, it's a new day. Yeah. You know, there are cameras that I can use that's not broke, mm-hmm. but it's not the best camera for right now. Yeah. And so the ignorance is one of those things and lack of preparation. The ignorance is, I don't want to do it because, and it could be something that, you know, maybe too many people were trying to tell you to change something when you didn't need to change it. And maybe they were wrong, mm-hmm. but you can't let that stop you for when that 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 seventh person says the same thing that the other six people aggravated you with if you're ignorant to that you won't receive them Mm -hmm. as the one that's trying to help because you've been beaten so many times Mm -hmm. so you have to find other places to make sure that you're prepared for Mm -hmm. when that seventh or eighth person comes that means you will Mm -hmm. and then if you're not then you're not going to learn which means you're not going to do the new thing or you're going to keep doing the old thing yeah. And to piggyback off of that particular episode, um, when we launched webinars, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit, 
we specifically said that old saying is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. When mm -hmm. actually, if we're piggybacking off of what you just said, mm -hmm. it's actually not about trying to keep things the same. It's recognizing, well, if it ain't broke, then what do I need to prepare for when it does? Right. That's good. And so it's understanding what do I need to gain more knowledge in mm -hmm. that I might be ignorant about at the moment? And how can I prepare for the moment that's down the road? Mm -hmm. And if I haven't prepared for it, I'm going to miss it. Yes. And so many times I think if we are such, if we're so stuck in a doing stage, mm -hmm. We are not continuing to stretch right. to be prepared for our next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so if we were to continue to think about um, staying clear on your gifts and your purpose, uh, something that I think is going back to the ECAM community mm -hmm. uh, that I actually was afraid to do. But you, I think it's actually tied to your past mm -hmm. as well, that you have stayed clear to what you are gifted at. You have stayed clear to what your purpose is tied to, um, even when things have not necessarily gone the way you wanted them to. Mm -hmm. Why do you think your nickname and approach of Sneaker Preach in every environment has resonated so well with both ministry as well as marketplace. Wow. So one word I'm trying to, because my wife was telling me I talk a lot at times. It is authenticity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest word without being complicated or wow. Mm -hmm. Authenticity. What I mean by authenticity is this is who I am. Okay. Your authentic self. Yeah. Your authentic self is kind of like if you're funny. Mm -hmm. Somebody should know that you're funny when you're done. Mm -hmm. You you can find a way to be in a bourgeois territory <laughs> around these folk, but still they'll know you're funny. Yeah. Um, if you're serious, then if you're laughing all the time, then it throws people off. What's your authentic self? Mm -hmm. Quiet people aren't mean and separated or I don't mess with you. And loud people aren't, you know, the irritating person all the time. Mm -hmm. It's really being authentic to who you are. Getting to... The sneaker preach, the authenticity and who I am, I, I have to put it on, not just because I'm a pastor, but it's just always been me. Yeah. Okay. I believe and I'm into the new creation, mm -hmm. you know, five and 17, 2 Corinthians, you know, in Christ, your new creature, old things are passed away. There's something new. There's a nature shift. Mm -hmm. That nature has to carry out. So the thing I would say about the wolf dog and the wolf. The wolf dog is domesticated. Mm -hmm. That wolf dog is going to wait for the dog food, is going to wait for the bowl, is going to sit, it's going to look at a gate that he can jump over and never jump over. The wolf, by his nature, is going to jump over the gate, go eat the deer, snatch the refrigerator open, and, and pull everything out the cabinet. I just have to be me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no matter how many signals and stuff people try to train you into a box, I can't do it. And so in everything, all of my soul's mm -hmm. influence, mm -hmm. everything that I'm going to do is going to show that I'm not scared. Mm. You know, wow. and so to your point of the sneaker breach, because Christ is in me, there's always a cross mm -hmm. something that I'm going to relate it to. And I realized when I got to get up and preach on Sunday, 
uh, you know, people are looking for you to open the Bible, read scripture, read the text, get to a story. And as a black Baptist preacher and early, he got up. <laughs> okay. And just as you, so this is a plug for Vidra Jackson. Um, as you did wonderfully this weekend at the, um, at the wow conference and you illustrate and talk about the woman at the well, you didn't close. <laughs> you didn't sweat. We had to douse water when you at the end of it, but people were moved because you got the message across. There was somebody else there that that's what they do. You know, so we had the dynamic of two different people because both of you were your authentic selves mm -hmm. and it came across well. And so that's me. So in that, the sneaker preaches, I will tell you, I will preach a sermon on a microphone mm -hmm. plugged into an audio system because that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's all into the two commandments that we know, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'll stop there before I start doing more preaching. <laughs> You know what? We're getting ready to go into a break, but I feel I feel that authenticity and mm -hmm. I feel like someone is listening now who's trying to fit into somebody else's box yes. and is afraid to show up as who they have been designed to be mm -hmm. because everybody else in the room is doing something one way. Right. And you're missing the opportunity to be the unique individual that could create a shift. Mm -hmm. And when I think about how you sneak a preach, you'll sneak a preach from a bike, you'll sneak a <laughs> preach from a YouTube channel, yep. you'll sneak a preach from this room, you'll sneak a preach sitting at, uh, at a dinner table and somebody just pops in with a Facebook Live. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. because in that moment you are showing up as the um, new creation mm -hmm. of Keith Pelzer representing his God. And the thing that is powerful in that for me was when we started this journey, mm -hmm. after we finished the on-demand platform, mm -hmm. We, the next opportunity that came were the live webinars. Gotcha. And I paused and hesitated about inviting both marketplace and ministry clients to the same space. Mm. And I worried about, well, how do I navigate this if they're both in the room? Mm. And it really came down to, if you've been given this opportunity in a season and time where people are barely holding on mm -hmm. and need hope, yes, you have to show up authentically in where does your hope come from? Mm -hmm. And if people are asking you, how do you continue to be in a place of joy? How do you continue to show up and encourage others? How is your business continuing to not just survive, but thrive? If you know the source is tied to your faith, you can't separate the two. Right, right. And it's an opportunity for people to to make their own decisions. She's preaching, y'all. No, I'm not trying to. I'm not she trying preaching, to sneak preach. He's a sneaker preach. He's a sneaker <laughs> preach. But I'm just it it because Come I was on, you scared. Feel it. Come on. I was scared mm -hmm. to to authentically do that, even though I know I know that both are important. Yes. So I've been I'm trained, I have a doctorate, I've mm -hmm. got credentials, as well as I love the Lord. And and those webinars allowed us to have space mm -hmm. with a mixed audience. And if you wanted to stay, fantastic. If you didn't want to stay, that's okay too. Yes. 
but I had to stay true to who I was. Mm -hmm. And for whoever is listening right now and you are doubting your ability to fill a space because you don't look like everybody else or you don't sound like everybody else or you don't do it the same way everybody else does, guess what? They are hungry for something new. They're hungry for your innovation. Stop being scared. Someone is missing out on the chance to hear your authentic voice because you won't show up in how you have been designed to be creative. Yes. So now, when we come back in our next portion, we are going to share actually how we walked into this. How did we go from a place of not having, it, so for Living Strong, not having any platforms, to five different digital platforms that we now are continuing to grow and have integrated into the core of our business. We're going to walk through what we did as thought partners in that work and continue to unpack some tools and strategies. So stay tuned, stay with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates. And I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, and she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit SandraCoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. So we are celebrating our 50th episode going from zero experience. And I quickly tell people I have no broadcasting background. I have no communication background. I was a speaker and a teacher and kind of thrusted due to the pandemic needing to figure out how do you navigate digital and media platforms. And as we were just sharing before we went on break, how do you do that and stay authentic to who you are, to your purpose and to your calling and not be afraid to be the unique one in the room? Because guess what? Regular is boring. Everybody's already doing that. Be the one to step out and do the thing that you have been uniquely called to do. And my partner in crime is with me on our 50th episode. We are absolutely sharing this space because when we decided uh, to launch Living Strong Content in a way that would uh, go to digital platforms, I was watching what Keith Pelzer was already doing. Um, And I said, you know what, would you be willing to teach me, coach me and create space for me to be able to continue to thrive as a company? And he said, yes. And from that, yes, we have built five different media or digital platforms. And by the end of the show, I'm going to share all five and actually tell you how we threaded each one of those together. So you need to stay throughout the entire broadcast. But Keith, I I know that social media has been a, a big part of actually that's where I realized your gifting and your ability to take what you have been known to do as a Grammy award winning producer and you've been able to take that creativity onto what I saw at first were social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And in this Instagram and you know Google it culture, you have said the phrase, um, and I want you to explain to us what you mean by people hear what they see. What mm-hmm. does that mean? Um, so, so the phrase is, you hit it, is people hear by what they see. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's one of those things where if I was uh, trying to be real spiritual deep, it's like, God, drop this in my spirit. Mm, I feel it, right? And I, I quickly looked at when the pandemic hit, I went back to what I already had seen. And what I did was I just looked at typical Zooms, mm-hmm. the phone, the mm-hmm. laptop, Karen. I'm like, this stinks, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw somebody and they weren't on live TV. And I'm like, their camera looks great, but they're home. Mm-hmm. I'm like... What is that guy doing to look that great? And what kind of cameras he using? Then I discovered the idea of you know cam links and cameras, mm-hmm. and then OBS, and then discovering eCam, different uh, platforms to get it through. Because Facebook, everybody was mad with Facebook, and I'm like, and then you had to have an elite account to get mm-hmm. HD quality. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute. Here's what I knew: when pastors were going live, mm-hmm. I watched people pause on something that looked good. 
So if a church had multiple camera scenes, people were more in tune to those because Mm -hmm. you hear the preacher say, y'all say amen. And the camera goes to Mm -hmm. the other people saying amen. Then it came down to picture quality. Mm -hmm. I've seen people that I'm like, I don't even know what they're talking about, but their picture was so good that everybody was just watching it and on it. And so I looked at it and I said, wow, this is crazy. So then I started relating it to fast food chains. There's a big business on photography on fake food mm-hmm. that's supposed to represent the real food. So mm-hmm. the burger that you see on Wendy's commercial is not a real burger. You know, it's like right. made to look like it. And they, you know, they ooze down the red liquid to make it look like mm-hmm. ketchup. And it's like because they know that the better the picture looks on the wall, you're more inclined to try the product. Mm-hmm. And so if people are scrolling and, and everybody that's out there, you're listening on radio across the world. You know that when you open up Facebook, you start scrolling. And if you're like me, you turn that little speaker off because it's a bunch of noise. So you actually have to look at everything you're scrolling past. And when you see something you're interested in, then you hit the hear button. Yes. So you don't you don't you don't close your eyes and go, let me hear what the different sermons are, the different Mm -hmm. broadcasts are. Mm -hmm. You look at it and say, oh, her hair's nice. Oh, that's a nice picture. Oh, look at that in the background. And then you listen. So you Mm -hmm. choose to hear. So there's a principle in there that people hear by what they see. Yeah. And something else just resonated with me as you were talking about it. Again, talking about that connection between marketplace and ministry Mm. and understanding that even in ministry, we can do things in excellence. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do things that are secondhand. Right. We can absolutely representing the God that we serve, we can produce things that are in excellence. Mm -hmm. And in one of the the growth webinars, we talked about the difference between success and excellence, Mm -hmm. that success is actually you trying to compare yourself to someone else, Mm -hmm. where excellence is you are pursuing the best version of you so that you are meeting your full potential. Mm -hmm. And when we are producing something that we want to be able to have people log in and listen to, it is okay for it to be excellent. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. (laughs) So what was the game changer for you in, in this process? Um, One of the game changers, I would say, is learning how a lot of our extras became essentials. Mm -hmm. So each person has the extra to them where it's like you're kind of doing the most. And that is, it's good for you as long as it's not affecting other people. So if I'm so preoccupied uh, trying to be a better athlete, a better man for myself, Mm -hmm. and I'm neglecting my wife, Mm -hmm. then the the, the, the doing the most is not working. But when I find the time, if my wife is busy, my children are at school, and I got this open time after work to figure out how to stay active on the bike. So the the need for a gravel bike, the need for a road bike. You know, if I'm running, you run. Mm -hmm. You know, the shoes for the winter, the shoes for the summer. Some people, by the time the winter comes, they go, it's too cold outside, I can't jog. It's like, "Mm," if you were learning and you understood the extras of you got enough sneakers. It's like, no, I need sneakers for the mud, sneakers for the rain, sneakers for this. Some people say that's extra. But when that season comes, you already have what, you what was extras that became essentials mm-hmm. in the circumstance you're in. Mm-hmm. So if I thought that the picture could be better, like you just mm-hmm. said, I don't wait until the pandemic comes to better the camera. Or I have to know how to shift when that comes. If you're not a shift person, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you struggle in the shift, you do have to learn mm-hmm. and do a lot quicker than the average person does because you want to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So what I heard you say um, that stuck with me is that when we are prepared, going back to what you said earlier, that sometimes when we are prepared with multiple options, multiple giftings, mul- the different different situations, mm-hmm. if we're already prepared, then when something shifts, we're not trying to scramble right. to pursue excellence. Mm-hmm. That's already a part of our bag of things and options we yes. have to pull from. Mm-hmm. So it's not waiting until the crisis to get good at something. Mm-hmm. Start working on your next while you're still in your present so that once the your next arrives, you can walk right into yes. it. Yes. And how and I think again I'm not going to start because he's already teasing me. I I just feel like somebody needs to kind of sit with that mm-hmm. because they're waiting to continue to sharpen their craft, continue to dig deeper into understanding what they need to learn next mm-hmm. because their their nose is so um, dug into right now, they're not looking up. And so right. because they are missing the chance to cultivate several options, if we've learned anything in this pandemic, is that stuff will come at you fast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if we um, talked about what what were some of the key things um, in this experience of being able to explore um, change. What has made you more flexible in those shift moments? Wow. Flexibility in the shift moments? Uh, Confidence. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I will say confidence. There's a time when you have to know that you know that you know Mm -hmm. that you know. And as the old school, old school church, you know, I'm a pubate, so I got some cliches, but that's a moment where you rise up with it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cause I've, I've dealt with moments of insecurity within Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. Like other people wouldn't view it as that, but Mm -hmm. I can be honest with myself and say that was insecurity. So Mm -hmm. I, I figured out what do I need to do? And I wasn't scared to shift. So like bike riding for me is therapeutic. So on the one hand, it's like, oh yeah, I'm exercising, I'm getting it, body looking great. On the flip side, it's just like I just get out here and pedal, and the birds are is the choir. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The wind is soothing, mm-hmm. and and some of my longest rides mm-hmm. are because I needed a healing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I hurt my legs just to heal my brain, mm-hmm. and and it really mattered for me. So um, it, it's really confidence, you know, mm-hmm. and. One of those pieces on that and confidence is being strategically simple, mm-hmm. you know, so finding simplicity. I Every time when chaos happens, this happened 9-11. Um, uh, shout out to Carvin Higgins, Ivan Barrios, Darren Henson. The four of us were flying to L.A. 9-11. We're in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Planes crash into the building, cut across the field. We come down in Kansas. You know, we mm-hmm. land. We had to figure out in that moment. And like the Philly and us came out, mm-hmm. <laughs> all these rental cars are going, what do we do? And we just pop. Everybody get on the phone. You get uh, Hertz, you get Enterprise, you get budget. And we like, we going to get us a car. And then we like, we got to go get our buddy from Chicago. Everything was just because of chaos. 
we had to back down where people, where's my bags and blah, blah, blah. It's like, once it starts to get noisy, the chaos is already noisy. Yeah. COVID was noisy. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, what's the simple thing to do? Mm-hmm. You know, we go back to faith coming by hearing, mm-hmm. right? And then in the platform that we're heard on, people hear about what they see. Mm-hmm. So you put scriptures on the screen, mm-hmm. you know, because people are looking at it. If it's muted and they're drive by, look at that simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Not working so hard to yell into the mic mm-hmm. and have everybody look at me say, won't he do it? Mm-hmm. No. Teacher want this as the answer. Mm-hmm. They want that small. Oh, y'all can't see me on. They, they want that small thing there. You have to take all of that and get down to four over two, two into the four. And you get, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So getting, quieting the chaos and going for the simplest moment. And for me in my in in my story in those moments when mm-hmm. we had to make those shifts and I think in a very similar way mm-hmm. I took what I felt was okay, what am I going to do? I had just written a book for those of you who don't know. I had just written a book um, in the middle of 2019, I had every weekend in the beginning, uh, almost two thirds of the year of 2020, every weekend was booked with traveling mm-hmm. to promote and se- sell fearless conversations with the limitless God and everything revenue gone. I had boxes of shipment. And so there was a a lot of noise coming at me mm-hmm. and getting still mm-hmm. and getting um, simple. Mm-hmm. And I had, I actually, in that change moment, got really still and thought about three key things mm-hmm. that I wanted to ask God for. And even in a pandemic, I was like, okay, I'm going to ask simple. The first one was to expand my network and to meet and learn from diverse people. Mm-hmm. The second was I wanted one podcast. So because I can't speak mm-hmm. in person anymore, I just want one podcast, Lord. If you could give me one podcast so that I could add value to other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And the third was an opportunity to speak on an international platform in whatever way. Mm-hmm. And so that really simple, like th- these are the three things that I feel like if I get clear about three simple things mm-hmm. and then just drill home what it would look like to work towards those three things. And my wild sisters will know, I just said in, at the wild conference, God doesn't walk into your chaos. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's getting clear. It's getting simple. It was getting still. And if you kept track of what I just said, the first one was expanding my network. Mm-hmm. I have met people to join me on this radio show from all around, from Singapore mm-hmm. to right around the corner, right. from across from California mm-hmm. to um, DC. Mm-hmm. So people I would have never met without having the opportunity to be on Voice America. The second was one podcast. Well, every single time this show is done, it is syndicated 
to at least five different podcast platforms. Say that again. Say that at again. At least five different podcast platforms. One more time for the Holy Ghost. Five different podcast <laughs> platforms. And then the third one was an opportunity to speak on international platforms. Mm-hmm. And with the analytics from Voice America, we've had some kind of touch point on in 40 different countries mm-hmm. at this point in time. It's getting simple. Quiet the chaos. Stop trying to keep up with the chaos. Actually slow down and get as simple and strategic as possible. Right. Can I sneak a preach here? Yep. The, so in riding bikes and um, uh, those people in your car is listening or listening in your headphones, there's um, there's two type of bikes. You have the bike that's free will. And, you know, you, when you go forward, mm-hmm. it's going to turn. There's a bike I have in the garage called Fixie. Fixie bike means that when the crank turns, the wheels turn. If the bike's sitting on on the ground, it goes downhill. Mm-hmm. That means the crank's going to turn whether you pedal it or not. Mm-hmm. Only thing you can do is add momentum to it, right? But if it's going downhill, the downhill can have more momentum than your legs can keep up with. Mm-hmm. So a principle that you taught me is the time to not engage. The only opportunity you have is to take your feet off of the pedals and ride it out, right? Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the bottom, the road may shift, and now it's time to engage back mm-hmm. in. You get rest. The person that tries to stay on the pedals, you're going to spin your legs out. You'll basically crash, crash. or be too tired to get up the hill. So it's the time to just hold on to the handlebars and get your feet off of the pedals because on a fixie bike, you can't stop change as mm-hmm. it's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can only react to the change. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you can control things that may seem like a change, but in the environment of COVID and different mm-hmm. things, you can only react to it, like vaccinations or masking mm-hmm. and all. All we can do is react to it. And so that reacting with do not engage and then also your circles of influence. Yeah. So you, by calming down and being simplistic, mm-hmm. you were able to say, hey, Here's what I need to do. Because you made it clear to me. And I'm like, hey, I can do that for you. You said, I got to look good and give this material to those people. And I got to sound good. And you knew to come to me. And I'm like, yep, I can do it. And I know that you like quality. Mm -hmm. And so it helped me. So here's another brief. It made me excited. Sometimes we don't know how many people are really helping us. Or people don't know how much you're helping somebody when you're asking for help. Or you're connecting with somebody's business. Because sometimes we work with boring situations and it never tests how great we are because sometimes in your own circles, you're so far ahead of your Mm, circle that you're not intended to leave the circle, but you're not growing stuck in that circle. So you need the outside resource or like the ring on Olympics where one circle intertwines with another circle Mm -hmm. or I think the word is um, uh, I forgot the the name of it, but I'll get it later on. But the circles go all in together to find that one space. The name Mm -hmm. slips my mind right now, but putting all that together, you end up helping. And that's why connecting with other people, chaos will help you to connect Mm -hmm. without chaos. There's so many people. I wouldn't even know Ecamm community if it wasn't for the chaos. COVID caused chaos in that chaos. We, we built community Mm -hmm. and building that community. It allowed people a space Mm -hmm. to be that authentic, authentic self yeah bike riding my the bike riders i ride with i don't know where everybody lives at but we meet up at a space and we do a 80 miles mm-hmm. out in the yonder fields and we count on each other we motivate each other we help one another and we come back we go our separate ways yeah. but it's because of purpose calling and simplicity 
But I also I don't want someone to miss what you just said because that because it it really struck me. I just me said what I learned from you. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I said. You so know you what? Said. <laughs> so because I think people are stuck in or, mm. and it doesn't always have to be an or. Got you. There are times in which you are in circles, just as you said, mm-hmm. where you are leading. You mm-hmm. are, you look around and you're constantly the one with the great idea. You're constantly the one with the skill set. You're constantly the one who is taking charge. And so you find yourself to be on in, in the, the stretch of that circle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people think, well, because I am leading in this circle, either comfort would be I can stay in this circle and continue to stifle my growth, but mm-hmm. at least I'm the superstar in this circle, Wow, which is the mistake. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be that you have to leave that circle. It's finding an opportunity to connect another circle to your life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be or. Right. You don't have to be afraid that I've got to leave all these people behind, mm-hmm. but you do have to be willing to stretch yourself to touch into another circle of people mm-hmm. where you might not be the superstar, but you will absolutely learn and do yes. from that circle. And it will tap into another whole facet of creativity, networking, and relationships that will expose you mm-hmm. to opportunities that you didn't even realize were on the horizon mm-hmm. that were being held back because you wanted to stay in a comfortable circle. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You, just, you saw how he just snuck a <laughs> preach and pulled me into it. Pulled me into it. So... I tell you, we're going to have to, I can't have you on twice because you stretch, you make me nervous. Oh, but, gosh, I make her nervous. <laughs> Sheesh. I, before we leave, I want to make sure to walk people through. Oh, good. It's almost over. Huh? It, no, you know what? You are doing an amazing job. He is so used to being the engineer in the background. So I want to make sure that um, I have an opportunity to actually talk about how we went from zero to where we are now mm-hmm. from Living Strong's perspective, which I'm going to share after I ask you this question Okay. from your perspective, which I think you kind of already answered, but you might have more to add on to it. Okay. So how do you respond to hurdles and roadblocks? Well, the act, the active way to respond is, especially with the words hurdles and roadblocks, you look at it and you say, there's two ways to look at it. You can say, oh, there's a hurdle. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, how high do I have to jump to get over it? Mm-hmm. There's a roadblock, but, you know, there are W-A-Z-E, there are ways around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> you got, ways will give you at least three options, three you know. Options. It'll say, this might take you like an hour, but you got to turn around Go over here, make a right, and go up over the mountain. You can still get there. Or can I plow through that? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I got Mm -hmm. a four-wheel drive and Mm -hmm. I can just, it might tear the truck up a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I can go through it. So the response to it is a, I can do it. You Mm -hmm. know, it's it's not a no. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not an or. You know, it's and I must go through this. Mm -hmm. So another thing, 2 Corinthians, I think it's four, you know, and, you know, yet, but, 
you know, there's conjunctions mm-hmm. to our faith. Mm-hmm. And so there's conjunctions to it. It's like, but not in despair. So you can't let the hurdles and the, the, the roadblocks put you in despair. It's kind of like, there's a way around this, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to do old school. He didn't bring me this far to leave me. Yeah. So that's just a moment. There's a bump. Or maybe I got to wait for the construction to take place. Mm-hmm. And there's something else I can be doing while I'm waiting on the fix, mm-hmm. you know, and, but that doesn't mean sit on my do nothing. Yes. It's, it's, if I look at it and say, okay, it says under construction and it's a hurdle or a roadblock and we're going to work on this next week. It's like, okay, cool. That's going to open up. If I can't wait for it to open up, then I got to get through it, over it, around it, detour, whatever. Something's got to happen, but this is not the end of the road. Yes. Recognizing that wherever you are right now is not the end of the road, regardless of whether or not you are perceiving Mm. it to be a hurdle or a roadblock is not the end of the road. It's not the end of the road. And your spirit of positivity has been so powerful for me in spaces. There have been crisis moments. I will tell you, there have been crisis moments behind this camera where I have paused and I've looked at Keith and said, whoa. And he's like, you got this. You got this. And ju- just do it. You got it. And that positive energy mm-hmm. has absolutely a key moments um, been vitally important for me. And so I thank you. I You're thank welcome. you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, I, so with that being said, um, I want to make sure people understand strategically because you just introduced get simple, but Mm -hmm. get strategic. And our shift, our relationship, it happened because you showed up in a space in excellence that I was not seeing with other individuals on social media. And so I stepped into our relationship and said, you know, can we create a partnership because I want to build clientele, but I don't know how to do this. And just your sheer quality is mm-hmm. something I want to connect with. And your energy connected with me because in that season, this is the first tip. I had to have a strict diet on negativity. Mm-hmm. I could not entertain constant conversations of negative responses, whether it was internal or external. Mm. And your positive energy was something that I knew would align with mm-hmm. my intentional understanding that negative I had I had to. Mm-hmm. I had to have a diet mm-hmm. on negativity. The other was beginning to, and you said this with your circles, when I am uncertain of what to do next. Mm -hmm. So I'm at the end of my knowing, right? Right. I don't continue to spin my wheels because I don't know. Right, right. So it's now look for other people either in person Mm -hmm. or in virtual spaces who have already done this before because success leaves a trail. Mm -hmm. So look for those people. And then I've shared this with our girlfriend gathering group. Stop trying to navigate overwhelmed thoughts. Mm. Get your ideas down on and do a brain dump Mm. and then identify the next strategic step that is realistic Mm -hmm. for you and can become scalable. Mm. 
Nice. So how did we do this specifically with the little bit of time we have left? So I saw Keith on social media, amazing Ecamm connections. His equipment was amazing. I went to him because I'm already a speaker. I started with the thing that was already in my reach that could become scalable. I'm a speaker. I had decks and decks of PowerPoint slides. Mm. So I took the current PowerPoint slides I had and turned them into an on-demand platform of mm -hmm. trainings. Mm -hmm. And you walked me through how we could potentially just record. I started with what I already had and made, made it scalable. Once we did that, mm -hmm. we then led to the live webinars for a whole year. Yeah, a whole year. A whole year. Whew. We did once a month mm -hmm. live webinars because we had already cut our teeth on creating on-demand content for ThinkAffect. Mm -hmm. After the live webinars, I want people to understand because, just as Keith said, because of the preparation in the on-demand platform and the live webinars, we then, the door opened, clarity was there, the door opened for the radio show. Mm -hmm. Because I had been doing stuff live, I felt like, ah, I don't have any experience, but potentially I can do the radio show. Mm -hmm. And then we re began to repurpose content from the radio show for YouTube. Simple, start where you are, make it scalable. And then from YouTube, we packaged everything into the metaverse. And in the fall, Living Strong is going to be launching its metaverse. And so we now have created a metaverse platform where everything, access to all of our services, our media, is all in one place for clients to be able to see in the metaverse. And it all started with Keith Pelzer saying yes. We have two minutes. Why did you say yes? Um, so I thought about that and I'll say this. There was a yes because I find myself partnering with prepared people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, there's a yes. And, and here's something I want to just put out there. Your yes has to yield to evidence of preparation or at least the willingness to adapt. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's like sometimes we waste our yeses and we're scared to say no. Mm-hmm. I learned this in the music industry. There's a time when you have to tell certain artists, no, mm -hmm. it don't matter how juicy it is. You just got to say no. Cause you kind of know they're not prepared for this. They mm -hmm. want to do it. They, they're, they're jumping because of the chaos, but sometimes the jump in the chaos is a bad move. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and then people have to learn when to do and when to learn. So chaos can make you have to be on one side of these, either you want to learn to do, or do to learn, right? Mm -hmm. And so the yes is with prepared people. So I learned to, to not waste my yes. And so not wasting your, your yes, yes don't mean that you're bougie, you're stuck up the stat in the third, but you can drag yourself trying to do, trying to help too many people at the same time, mm -hmm. rather than to help prepare people that the partnership with prepare people helps to unprepare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes yeah. you got to scale it down to help the mass. <laughs> yes. And if you don't do that, you spread yourself out too thin. And so my yes was, 
you got your part together and I knew it. So everything that you had to do, you had it done. Yeah. So, so to people that don't know, I know our time has run out in your computer. I knew that when you said I need to present. So I looked at what you couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And, and I handled that and you trusted me yep. to get it done. Yeah. And so vice versa, same thing. So thank you. So I'm telling you, our closing remark is don't waste your yes. Mm. <laughs> Reserve your yes for prepared people. Wow. Come to 50th, your clothes. Go ahead, whip it out. 50th episode. <laughs> thank you so much for being a part of the journey and continue to support us. We will be same place, same time next week on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.